Hey there, welcome to Beyond the Bikini podcast, where you can enhance your body and your mind. My name is Nicole Ferrier, exercise science grad, certified personal trainer, bikini competitor, and coach. On this podcast, you will learn more about my experience in the fitness industry, competing in bikini competitions, mental health, and how to gain more success in your own life in your fitness journey. So sit back, relax, or power through this cardio session and enjoy. Welcome back, guys, to another Macro Monday. So today we are talking about one of my favorite things ever. It's a love-hate relationship, and that is my fitness pal. So my fitness pal and tracking, there are a lot of mistakes that I see happening with the app. Um, I have my little notes right here, which I don't want to miss anything. And guys, if you ever want to um, communicate in the conversation, feel free to do so. I do these lives to help you guys and answer your guys' questions. Um, so yeah, don't be shy because if you're shy, I can't help you. So that being said, my fitness pal is an app that I like to use for tracking macros and an app that I like for, um, flexible dieting and just accountability in general. Now this app is free. I only use the free app. I don't use the paid version of this. And I find that, you know, I've been using it for years and you don't have to buy into it, but there's a lot of errors and a lot of questions that I get from it. So I put a couple of the points out there. Um, first mistake I see is people will let the app track their calories or give them the estimated amount of macros they should be hitting in a day. So this is very wrong for several reasons. First off, this app will either drastically overestimate how many calories you need in a day or drastically underestimate how many calories you need in a day. A lot of times when I'm on a goal call with a client, the client will tell me, oh yeah, like I've been tracking my macros, but my fitness pal had me eating 80 grams of protein, um, 50 fat, and like 80 carb. And it's just like so off. It doesn't make any sort of sense. Um, And the macro calculators given in my fitness pal Like you're so much more than a simple equation. You're a complex human being. You have a past of dieting. Um, My fitness pal doesn't know your daily activity. It doesn't know what your workouts look like. It doesn't know if you're on any sort of medications. You know, my fitness pal doesn't know any of that. And you guys can go watch my IGTV where I talk about the differences between macro calculators and coaches. But I just think a lot of people are getting their macros from a calculator. and, And then they're worried that, you know, these calculations aren't working. And then they think, well, macros doesn't work for me. Yes, it does. Macros works for everyone as long as they have the right protocols for them. And newsflash, you're not going to get those protocols from a calculator. You're going to have to invest in yourself and invest in some um, protocols that will work for you. So I'm seeing some people log on today too. I'm going to give you all some waves. I am so nervous for my phone to pop off of this tripod because it's done it before. Amazon's got that good good quality tripod status going on for it. But anyway, guys, moving on. So mistake number one, letting my fitness pal calculate your calories or macros. Do not fall for it, okay? Invest in someone that will get, get give you a better understanding of what your protocol should be based off of a questionnaire, based off of a initial phone consult, based off of not a stupid equation, okay? Macro calculating is more than just a equation. Okay, 
Mistake number two, focusing on calories and not your macros. So a lot of times when someone is new into macro tracking, they're like, hey, Nicole, like I'm hitting my macros, but my calories don't match up or my calories are different. You're telling me that I should be eating um, 1,600, 1,700 calories, but my fitness pal says I'm eating 1,900 calories. My fitness pal is not perfect, okay? Uh, what's up, Danny? How's it going? Um, my fitness pal will usually, nine times out of 10, I don't want to say 10 times out of 10 because that'd be perfect. Uh, it's nine times out of 10, the calories will be off. So in this case, I recommend that you only focus on macros. So you're probably wondering, well, then why aren't the calories adding up? We have nutrition labeling errors going on here, okay? A nutrition label can have a variance of 20%, and there's rounding errors as well. So for example, let's say a product product has 33 calories in it. Technically, you know, the company can round up to 35 calories if they want to make it more um, marketable, or they can also round down. I see this a lot as well, where something will say calorie-free and there's actually five calories per serving and it does add up. So just make sure you're double checking those nutrition labels, but also understand that those labels are going to have errors. How can you avoid errors? Mostly eat whole foods. Okay. Whole foods don't have nutrition labels on them. That's why you have to search them to track them. Um, and when you're searching whole foods, I recommend that you look up USAD or yeah, you, no, USDA. There we go. Um, and then look at the verified symbol. So you'll see a little check mark next to the food. That means the food is verified um, and the nutritional content in that food has been verified as well. So that's the kind of food that I would recommend tracking um, because there's so many times where I've like searched a random food and the macros have been super whacked for it. So like, for example, fruit should not have fat in it. Okay. Fruit is a carb source, but there's been times where I've searched like strawberries or bananas or apples, and there'll be like a bunch of weird things where the fruit will have fat in it. Now, does fruit have fat in it? No. Fruit is a carbohydrate, but here's, here's the tea. <laughs> Anyone can input a food into my fitness pal. Anyone, anyone. That means that there can be tracking errors, input errors from the users. So those verified check marks are what you want to search for when you're trying to input your food. Okay, moving on. Another mistake I see is people will subtract their exercise from their intake. So they'll almost look at exercise as a way to eat more. Don't do that. Okay. Ignore exercise. So if you have like a Apple watch or something that syncs up with your, my fitness pal, odds are my fitness pal will tell you to eat more or eat over your macros because you've worked out or you have some um, movement going on. So it subtracts the exercise from your food intake and it wants you to kind of balance that out. Don't do that. Okay. If your goal too is fat loss, you have to create that deficit. You have to have that imbalance there and you're not going to have that imbalance if you're trying to make it up um, through the calories lost in exercise. So don't subtract exercise, ignore exercise. If you can shut it off from your phone, if it's confusing you and you're trying to figure out, um, how much food you should eat for the day. Uh, the other thing too, when you are tracking on my fitness pal, I highly recommend that you just look at the nutrients section 
And that will show you how many macros you have hit for the day. And I kind of will look at it like a budget. Some people will zero out their totals. So it will show where their macros are at for the day. But for me, um, I just kind of let it be whatever. And I ignore the estimate that my fitness pal gives me. And I just look at the nutrient section and I look at um, the little bars that go across the screen on how much protein I have for the day, carbs and fats and so on. So other thing, a big error I see, and I've been so guilty of this, is not double checking labels. So you've tracked something, um, you like search it. So like you're searching on my fitness pal and you just track it. But then when you look back at the label, you're like, oh wait, that actually had double the amount of carbohydrates or, oh wait, that actually had less fat or less carbs. Like I've seen so many mistakes happen here where you're not guessing, you're guessing and checking versus like just double checking. So look at the label, look at your app, make sure that the numbers match up on both of them and then track it because odds are, if you are a newbie tracker, you're going to be making a lot more mistakes than someone with more experience. That's just natural. Um, you're going to have to double check. So check the label, then check the app, then track it, like verify it. Um, and just make sure that they match up. So guys, don't be shy. Ask questions. If you have questions today too, it can be anything nutrition related. Okay, let's see. Okay. Um, the other thing that I want to make sure that you guys don't mess up on is don't change up your measuring techniques. So a lot of times I'll get with new clients asking me, Hey, Nicole, um, are you tracking your veggies frozen or raw? Are you tracking your meats cooked or raw? Are you tracking this, this way, that way? Here's the thing, whatever you're doing, do it consistently. Okay. Don't change it. So if you want to track your veggies frozen, always track them frozen. I don't really recommend that you track your meat raw, um, just because it's messy and you risk having some like food poisoning going on. Uh, meat will weigh less when it's cooked. And that's simply due to the fact that there's not the water weight, um, and liquid that is in raw meat, but just, just measure your meat cooked. That's my personal preference. And there's no reason to weigh it out raw and then weigh out cook. Just do it consistent. Um, vegetables when frozen will hold more weight too, just due to the fact that they're holding on to water from being frozen. Um, and you can weigh them out raw, but for me, just do what's consistent for me. I buy my veggies frozen because it's convenient for me. Um, I don't always want to buy my veggies raw and fresh because I won't be able to get through them at the mass quantities that I consume them. So I just always weigh them out frozen. Uh, for my meats, I always weigh them out cooked because I don't want to get salmonella or anything like that. And I do it consistently. So whatever you're doing, stick with it and do it consistently. Uh, another question I get asked too is, do I track my stevia? No, I don't track my stevia. Um, do I track everything? If it has macros in it, you should be tracking it. But if you find that you're going to get obsessive with it, then I would say don't track it either. Your mental health is really important when it comes to your fitness related goals. Um, and I'm a big advocate for mental health. And that being said, tracking gum and tracking my two carbs and my 
sugar-free monster mentally isn't good for me in my improvement season or in my off season when I'm not getting ready for a bikini competition. You know, it's not that serious. I think a lot of people are taking this whole tracking macros and making it like the Bible and all they want to do is track every single thing to a gram. And if they don't have their, my fitness, my fitness pal, or if they're not tracking, then they get really stressed out. And that's just not what I recommend. So whatever you're tracking, track it consistently and whatever works for you mentally. Um, so another mistake I see with those who are getting involved with macro tracking is they say this over and over again, I just can't hit my macros. Why? Because if you are not pre-tracking your day, first off, you're setting yourself up for failure. Okay. How do you overcome failure? You plan ahead. If you don't plan ahead, you plan to fail. That being said, go take some time, go into my fitness pal the night prior or the morning of your day. And before you've consumed anything, track, track what you think sounds good for the day, track your breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks, whatever sounds good. Um, look at your day too, and how many times you want to eat in a day. I have an ebook on how to create a meal plan out of your macros. This is a hundred percent free. If you guys want it, just shoot me an email saying, Hey, Nicole, I would love to see that ebook because I need help with my meal planning. Go ahead, shoot me an email and I will send you that book. Um, your macros are for you but there is no magical way you have to eat them. You don't have to eat the six meals a day. If you want, if you want to eat six meals a day, that's fine. But if you only want to eat three times a day, that's fine. If you want to eat vegan, that's fine. If you want to eat vegetarian, that's fine. As long as it fits your macros, I I F Y M if it fits your macros and you are consuming primarily whole foods. So I like the 80, 20 rule, um, and hitting your fiber goals. So if you're hitting your fiber, which for women, I like to keep them around 25 to 30 grams of fiber a day. If you're hitting your fiber, you are hitting primarily whole foods or consuming primarily whole foods because fiber is found in things like veggies and fruit and whole grains, um, avocado, nuts. That's where fiber is found from. It's whole foods. And if you're having issues hitting your uh, fiber goals, odds are you're not consuming enough whole foods. You're probably consuming too much processed stuff. So go throughout your day, pre-track it, pre-plan it, make sure you've hit your, your, you've zeroed out your carbs, proteins, and fats, and you've also hit your fiber goals and you'll be all set up for the day. It's foolproof. So if you're consistently messing up your macros, odds are you're not taking time to plan out your day the night prior. And you don't have to make it super complicated. You don't have to be switching up your foods every single day of your life. I understand that with flexible dieting, it's kind of nice because technically nothing is off limits. But I keep my foods about the same um, every single day. And if I feel like I haven't had a mix-up in a while, I like to overlook my diet and say, hey, I haven't really switched up my foods in like two to three weeks. What can I incorporate this week that would be different for me but sounds good? And I'll usually incorporate different vegetables or a different protein source, or maybe instead of getting my carbohydrates from rice cakes this week, I want to get more of my carbohydrates from potatoes and fruit. Um, Maybe instead of getting my protein primarily from 
egg whites and Greek yogurt. I want to incorporate things like chicken and shrimp, you know, just overview your diet and switch a couple things here and there, but you don't have to change it every single day. If you change it every single day, like me just thinking about that, like it gets me overwhelmed. That's a lot to take in. So if you are a newbie, keep it simple, keep things consistent. Um, and then every two to three weeks, you know, you want to change up your nutrition. You want to get in a variety of vitamins and minerals. That's when you would switch up different foods. So that is almost everything, I think. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to go through every single um, error that people seem to make when using my fitness power tracking macros. Again, guys, if you have questions, feel free to ask them. I should have brought a cup of water next to me. I am like, this topic gets me fired up. Okay. My fitness pal. So number one, don't let the app calculate your macros. You will not think macros works for you if you're doing this because the app does not take into account you. It doesn't take into account your past. It's not having a phone call with you. <laughs> that would be weird. Um, it's not having you fill out forms. You know, it's just a calculator and an algorithm and it's spitting numbers your way and they are not custom for you. So don't do that. Number two, don't subtract your exercise from your macros, okay? And especially if your goal is fat loss, you have to create a caloric deficit, aka consuming less than you are um, burning in a day. So if you are constantly um, adding in calories for exercise, that could potentially put you in a surplus, which would mean you wouldn't be working towards your fat loss goals. And um, also just kind of makes it really confusing. So ignore your exercise. Um, double check the labels. Okay. Make sure the labels are matching the nutritional profile on my fitness pal. So for example, if I have a nutrition label, I want to see the carbs, proteins, and fats. Let's say the carbs are five. Um, I'm sorry. Let's say the fats are five carbs are 10 proteins, 10. I want to look on the label and the app and to make sure it's five, 10, 10, five, 10, 10. We're good. Okay, double check it. It's very easy to mess that up and to have two different labels and tracking going on. Um, number three, number, no, number four, <laughs> don't change your measuring techniques. Whatever you're doing, do it consistently. If you weigh out your meat cooked, always weigh it out cooked. If you weigh out your veggies raw, always weigh them raw. Keep it consistent and keep it, keep it to something that will fit your lifestyle as well. Um, now things like oats, I would say always measure those dry and like cream of rice, always measure that dry or else that's not going to be accurate. You know, it will be in the directions on the serving size and usually on the label of any sort of food, it will say, for example, like oatmeal, it will say 40 grams. It's talking about 40 grams dry. It's not saying 40 grams cooked. Okay. So really read those labels. Okay. Um, number five is you probably aren't hitting your macros because you aren't pre-tracking your day. So again, plan ahead or plan to fail. You have to pre-track to be a successful macro tracker, um, especially as a newbie. So take some time, plug in your foods that sound good for the day, the night prior, um, make sure your numbers are zeroed out, make sure you're hitting your fiber and then you're good to go. Um, and then the last one is, there are foods that are verified on my fitness pal. So anything with a check mark has been verified, which means the nutrition for that food that you're trying to track is a okay. And my fitness pal proves it and the restaurant might also prove it. So 
Um, for example, if you have like nutritionals from like Chipotle on there and you're trying to track your Chipotle, you'll see like Chipotle Pico and there'll be a little check mark from it. That means Chipotle, the restaurant, and my fitness pal have both confirmed that that nutrition is correct. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's live. Understand that macro tracking does not have to be that complicated. It will get easier over time. But guys, if you are needing more help when it comes to your training and nutrition, feel free to check out the link in my Instagram bio to apply for coaching there. Again, make sure you check out Beyond the Bikini Radio because this live will be posted on there where you can listen to this over and over again and you don't necessarily have to see my face. (laughs) Um, And I hope you all have an awesome start to your week. Okay, guys, so if you are enjoying Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would really love if you could share my podcast up on your Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. Beyond the Bikini Radio has been up for almost a year, and you guys know that I share a variety of content. Not only do I talk about mental health, physical health, competing, but other areas too with women's health, interviewing guests, interviewing bikini competitors. If you're wanting me to continue doing Beyond the Bikini Radio, I would just love to see some love back and you sharing the podcast. It makes me so happy seeing you guys enjoy it and it gives me a better idea of what type of content you guys are enjoying and what episodes you want me to cover in the future or what topics resonated with you. So again, thank you for being a Beyond the Bikini radio listener and keep on listening. Hey guys, on the Beyond the Bikini podcast, you know I talk a lot about training and nutrition. Trust me, it can be hard to hit the gym consistently, track your macros to a T, and feel like you're making progress. So rather you're a newbie in the gym or someone who's been hitting the gym consistently but possibly hit a plateau, then I recommend you check out my one-on-one coaching. No, I do not only coach prep clients, but I coach lifestyle clients as well. I would love to hear more about your goals, so feel free to apply for my one-on-one coaching down below at the link. There we can discuss what you're wanting to accomplish in the gym with your relationship with food and how I can help you reach your goals.